What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome into House of Wrestling, everybody. It's me, Nick Hausman. Come on in to the porch here today as we are sitting outside in front of the house chatting with one of the hottest free agents in all of professional wrestling. You may have seen him in MLW, but he's here today in the house. It's Richard Holiday. Richard, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. Nick, what's going on? Uh, yeah, absolute pleasure. Um, you know, we've been trying to get this interview going for a while now, so I'm happy to, uh, I'm happy to chat. Yeah, man. You know, I, I wanted to chat because we actually had some time to spend together in Chicago working at Warrior Wrestling, and you were just wonderful to work with. And I thought you really popped. And when I saw everything that you were going through, obviously my heart, like everyone else's went out to you and, you know, tried to give you your space and everything. And now that you're back and kicking ass fighting for the GCW championship and everything in between, I thought it'd be wonderful to catch up with you, you know? So there we go. Yeah, absolutely. Man, man, warrior wrestling. That was, um, 2021. Yeah. Summer, summer, summer of 21. Maybe. Sitting behind the bleachers. Um, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's that like uh, that football field show. That was that was uh, quite the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, then uh, about a year after that, yeah, that's when uh, everything started to happen. So it's been a while. It has been a while, Richard. Um, well, before we get into kind of your journey you've been on, I wanted to kind of take a step back to just before you found out the news. You were in the MLW title picture there with your friend Hammerstone. Uh, what could have been? What were your What were you thinking the direction of your career was going? I guess, before you got this news. Right. So I would say everything, that whole um, Hammerstone saga, um, call it what you will, with the cloud couple and the title picture, I felt like at that time that was probably the hottest thing that MLW had, mm -hmm. um, you know, objectively and, you know, maybe a little subjectively, you know, it's uh, could be a little biased, but. Man, you know, I felt like we were we were clicking on all cylinders. I felt like, you know, the story was there. Um, you know, everything was there from a character standpoint. I thought Alicia and I were on fire. And, you know, just from a, a company perspective, I thought that it was, you know, probably the best thing that, that we had done. So uh, it was really unfortunate that I had to get cut uh, short the way that it did. Um, but I mean, the material that we put out and what we did do, I'm very proud of. And looking back on it in hindsight, I thought it was excellent. So hopefully people who were along for the ride, albeit a bit short, hopefully they enjoyed it. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, man. And so knowing that you guys were like such a central focus and were like one of the best things that MLW has arguably ever done, what was their reaction when all this kind of fell apart? I'm sure that, you know, obviously this is not putting them in a great spot, having their kind of main event picture fall apart you know, last second because of what you're dealing with. Yeah. I think the worst part was that um, when I had to step away, it was very unknown. Like it yeah. was just like, I, we got to figure some things out that puts, you know, creative in a point where it's like, you know, well, what, what do we do? And um, you know, it, it was probably tough for them. I mean, once they found out everything, it was, you know, they were so excellent to me. I want to, I want to say that, get that out there. Uh, so supportive, checking in on me all the time. Court was was a was a tremendous person uh, during this whole uh, saga. But I mean, I'm sure for a couple of weeks or months or everything, it was like, man, when when, you know, when is Richard going to come back? When are we, when are we going to be able to do this? 
do we pick up the ball? Do we do something different? I don't know what was going through their heads. We never, ever, never ended up having a conversation regarding it. Yeah, because it is it's very rare to see something like this happen and the company just works with you. Right. I mean, a lot of times people's contracts get pushed around. You know, they want time off for time back for time you spent off. And so for you two to part ways mutually at a time that seemed like a good chance for you to get your feet back under you. Uh, I was really surprised in a really happy way, honestly, to see that everybody was able to work and do business as well as that went in a business where that doesn't always go that way, Richard. You know, right, right. Um, amicable. Um, is an understatement. It was, um, they were very good to me. You know, obviously we did have talks contractually because, you know, there was time that I was still um, uh, supposed to be with the company, right? And and very easily uh, time could have been probably tacked on, right? Because I did miss a very large chunk. Um, and there's a lot of verbiage in there that it's, you know, that's lawyer talk and all that stuff. But we really connected on a human level and we talked person to person, like we kind of put the paper to the side and it was just like, hey, what makes sense from a human perspective? How does that correlate with the creative perspective uh, and the contractual perspective? The human element came first. Yeah. And uh, that was very important to me. And, you know, shout out to them. And, you know, it just all ended up uh, working out in a way where the best thing for both of us was to uh, end things early and, and part ways. Was it kind of just like the uncertainty of the circumstance? Because I can imagine you wanting to be untethered there and not have to worry about the weight of pro wrestling as you're, as you're dealing with a much bigger battle, obviously, outside the ring. Yeah, I mean, the focus was the focus. And, um, you know, ultimately, once that was taken care of and, and wrestling was more front of mind, and when we were able to, you know, start talking about creative and where do I fit into the puzzle and then the remaining time left on the deal was like, well, how does this – how does this work for all of us? And then that's kind of when the conversations really started to happen. And then the news came out of everything coming to fruition. Yeah, for sure. Um, so when you're, when you're dealing with your battle, um, are you watching wrestling? Were you trying to keep up with the business or were you, was that, was this something that was far away from your mind at the time? I had to take a lot of time off. Um, I just really wasn't watching anything. Um, yeah. very, you know, close friends would reach out to me on, uh, like every once in a while, I would like check Twitter or something just to see what was going on. Um, and, you know, I'd get a lot of DMs and things of that nature of, you know, people just saying, hey, man, you haven't tweeted in a while. Like usually you're, you're wrestling every weekend or something. And where are you? Um, and I would say, you know, I, I got some, some things happening, some things in the personal life. And I kind of kept it tight to the chest. Yeah. Uh, but I, I definitely um, uh, took a step back from wrestling and didn't really watch a lot of it. Eventually, I did because it's such a huge part of my life and it always will be. So I was like, you know, I can put it on the shelf um, for a little bit, but eventually I'm going to take it off and, and start watching. And I'm, ha I'm happy that I did because it did help me in, in a lot of times. And it was always kind of like, well, I'm going to get back to this. It's, it's, it's not like this is never going to happen again. So I had to have that mentality of like, I will be back. So let me just start watching. I'll, I'll, I'll get back into the groove and I'll watch bits and pieces. And then eventually I just, full-fledged kind of got back into it so do you have any restrictions uh, now that you're in remission or is it just full full speed ahead you can do everything you did uh, just before you got the diagnosis full speed wow full and speed. is there any yep. any any concern about it coming back or are you feeling confident about remission i'm just curious no very confident very confident um you know i think i think the risk is just like anybody else um 
you know, being uh, in remission of, of it reoccurring or, or anybody being, you know, God forbid, diagnosed. I don't think that there's any percentage that's like, you know, you're more or less, um, you know, it's it, it's good as of now. Cool. Well, now you are free and clear of that, and you've got a lot of possibilities in front of you. So after you go through an experience like this, Richard, and you are a free agent, how do you decide what you want to be doing next? Um, well, that, that's kind of like a two-part thing because how do I how do how do I decide? I go out there and I give wherever I am. Right now, it's currently on the independent circuit, right. and wherever I am is going to be the best version of Richard Holiday. I am I am training my ass off, dieting my ass off, um, having the best matches of my career, in my opinion. Right now, wherever I go, that's my job. Now, I've said I'm not in the boardrooms of these places, you know, so like these companies that people might think of, I get tagged all the time on Twitter or Instagram. I want you here. I want you there. There's speculation here. There's speculation there. I'm not in the boardrooms, right? I'm, I'm doing an interview with, with you right now. That's where I'm at. Right. I'm getting ready for, uh, for a busy weekend ahead. So my job is to just showcase myself in the best light possible and, and you know, let people know that you know, I'm uh, not only a consummate professional, but what they get on the uh, other side of the screen is, is going to be well worth it and worth the investment. So I'm sure there are boardrooms out there that are, you know, penciling my name and, and underlining it and highlighting it. And that's great. You know, that, and that's just because of what I'm doing on the outside. Um, do you do you feel like, uh, you know, obviously coming back, do you, do you feel like renewed sense of uh, go, go, go? I mean, you'd been in the business for a while there, and I know it's very hectic and you're getting back to that pace right now. I guess, how does it feel getting back into the business now as opposed to, you know, the early days when you had that kind of, you have that fire in, underneath you and it's all new and fresh and things like that? I think the fire is, is even hotter now, and I think it's burning, uh, you know, hotter now, um, per se. So, you know, when you first get in, you're just, you're just trying to establish yourself and just do as much as you can and, you know, grow and learn and figure out who you are. Right now, it's beautiful because I know who I am and I know what I bring and I know uh, what, what I can do to help elevate companies. You know, I, I look back on my time in MLW and I started there um, as a relative unknown, I would say. And, and you know, it's... Uh, that's not like a bitter pill to swallow. It's like, it is what it is. I was only in the business for a few years when I got signed to MLW and you know, they took a chance on me. And then ultimately I blossomed. Um, so my first match there was um, kind of like the first card. Second match there was, I mean, my last match there was main event, right. you know, for the championship. Um, so I just was able to show people what I'm able to do when I'm given the ball. I, and I have that, that now where it's like, Hey, this is what I can do with the ball. Yeah, I was always very impressed that you kept those AirPods in your ears. Did you put a little glue in there, by the way, to keep the AirPods when you were wrestling in your ears? I always wondered about how you did that. No, I think I've only had, like, one match where the AirPods were actually in my ears. Got it. Um, but, uh, no, no glue. No glue. Okay. But I did wrestle one match with them in my ears. It was very cumbersome. So I was uh, surprised and excited to see you in GCW um, just because you don't – you're 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 not a grizzled, angry deathmatch performer, Richard. And I was excited and interested to see you in that space. Uh, how was it getting to have that match with Blake Christian for the GCW World Championship and be in that environment there and, and feel that energy of GCW? I know you're coming back there too, by the way. Yeah. Awesome. 
uh, it was electric. You know, GCW, you know, I think I think some people do have that perception of like grizzle, deathmatch, hardcore, blood, guts, all that. Um, but I think that they recognize when a star is a star and, you know, the time was right to, to have me there. And, you know, it was an electric environment, my first match for the, for the heavyweight championship and, um, you know, what an environment it was. And uh, it, it was such a good showing that I am back for GCW on September the 10th in Brooklyn. Uh, do you have any interest in the bloodier, gorier deathmatch side? I see you're against uh, Charles Mason here on the horizon, who is uh, known for cutting people up, things like that. Do I have interest? Um, uh, l- let's go with the word no. No? That would, uh, I would say no. I think that's, uh, that's fair to say. Now, um, if the right... Uh, listen, I've been known to, uh, to get blood on other people. I mean, ask uh, my, my, my friend Hammerstone, who I have made up with, by the way. I saw uh, that. Me and, me and Hammerstone are, are cool again. Um, I've bloodied him up. So, you know... I, I guess I can not uh, not definitively say no. Let's go with the very classic wrestling term of never say never. I was about to say, because you, you say they know when a star's a star. They brought Cardona in, and look, he you know went there, fell through the glass, and came out the other side. I think he's making uh, four figures more per booking because of it right now. Well, listen, if I can uh, if I can guarantee four figures more per booking for, for going through glass, I don't know. Maybe I'd consider it, but... I don't know. That's uh, let, let's just stick with, with never say never. That's that's the clickbait there. Okay, fine. Uh, Hammerstone. Uh, I did. I saw you guys reconnected this past weekend. How was that getting to wrestle and reconnect with your friend after so much time? You guys have been apart, I guess, at least in the in the pro wrestling space. Right. So the last time that I saw Hammerstone was amidst the um, the rivalry in Major League Wrestling. So mm-hmm. it was June twenty June twenty second, two thousand and twenty two. And I had not seen him since we wrestled in Palmdale, California. And it was great to, uh, to bury the hatchet and to see, you know, someone who has been so instrumental in, in my career and outside of it. Uh, really, you know, he is one of my best friends. And, you know, it was great to, uh, to reconnect and to see him and to have that match. And it was an electric environment. A lot of Dynasty fans in the uh, in attendance. So, it was beautiful. It really was. Uh, you talk about Dynasty. Obviously, there's been reports that you've been around AEW tapings. Have you had a chance to reunite uh, with the uh, other part of Dynasty, MJF, in any capacity since uh, getting back around the business? Never say never. <laughs> I just didn't know if you guys had talked. That's all I was asking. So Max and I? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Of course. And- what should what should do you want to say anything about what fans should take about the reports of you being around AEW tapings? Is it just friendly or is there some business there going on? Listen, I think speculation is like one of the funnest things about wrestling and the speculation. I'm serious. I think the speculation that surrounds wrestling is um, is large, right? It's that's a big part of the business is like I said before, I want Richard here. I want Richard there. I think that fans are always going to do that and they're always going to have fun fantasy booking. That's their thing, uh, especially on Twitter. So I see it all. Um, and it's exciting to see. And listen, I'm just happy that fans, you know, they, they want to see me in a certain light. 
and that's ultimately all I can ask yeah, for. Yeah, for sure. Uh, are you itching to sign a, a big contract, or are you enjoying kind of getting your sea legs back underneath yourself and, and wrestling a couple matches right now? I mean, it's it's not like one of those things that uh, you can flip a switch always and your body reacts exactly how you want it to, uh, especially after what you've been through, man. Right. So ultimately, I would say that, like, let's say my first match back was a major opportunity. I, I would have happily um, or unhappily had to decline that because that wouldn't have been putting myself in the best possible position to succeed. So I do think that getting back on the independence and, and uh, you know, and, I, and I'm not subsidizing what the independence uh, has to offer. It's very important for me to go out there and deliver my best performance. But ultimately, it was important to get my legs under me take the bookings, travel, uh, and listen, I'm booked out. And that's a, that's a wonderful thing uh, that people want Richard Holiday on their show. With that being said, yes, I am ready to, uh, to, to do whatever it is that is next to my career. I'm ready for any opportunity, um, whatever it could be thrown my way. Like I've said, um, I've taken the ball in MLW, started out as a relative unknown, finished as a main eventer. I know what I can bring to a table. And uh, what I bring from a creative standpoint, a professional standpoint. So, you know, if there is something on the horizon, I am 100% ready. What about uh, like New Japan? You know, I think about guys like Filthy Tom Lawler that you've shared space with, space with that have really kind of go, gone over to New Japan strong and, you know, made it their own and, and have started to try to grow that. Are you interested in, in possibly working with, uh, with New Japan? Absolutely. Yeah, New Japan. I, I think that would be a uh, that would be somewhere that, that fans maybe have not fantasy booked me all too often, but if I were to show up in New Japan, I think it would, uh, it would get people talking for sure. So I'm absolutely interested in working for New Japan. They're a great company uh, from everything that I've seen and people that I know that have worked there. So who knows, maybe they'll listen to the, uh, the house of Nick and, uh, and, 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 and maybe uh, talk about me in their boardrooms. Who knows? Hey, I'll, I'll put a headline together. I can at least start the conversation. Um, Richard, I want to thank you for taking the time to kind of let you know walk us through what you've been going through, but more importantly, where you're going. Uh, you know, I think that's really what I'm most interested in. People are most interested in right now. I mean, you've obviously been to hell and back. If uh, there's anybody listening right now that's going through or is preparing to kind of go through what you've gone through in the past year, do you have any advice for them? You think that that could help them in this in their circumstance? Absolutely. Um, and I do appreciate that a lot of the interview was conducted about where I'm going and, and not so much in the past because, you know, it's, I do understand that this is uh, a very large part of me, but, you know, it's, it's just a chapter in my story. It's not the whole book. But what I will tell people is have that mindset. Have that mindset that this is just a chapter in your story. It's not the entire book. There's so many more pages ahead of you that you're going to be able to write and it's going to be a beautiful thing. And if you are going through something that is you know, maybe not what you expected or anticipated to happen to you in life. Um, a strong mindset will get you farther than anything else. And to stay positive and to know that you're going to be okay and have faith in whatever it is that you have faith in um, and believe, you know, and you're going to be fine. And that was kind of my mindset. Um, not kind of, that was my mindset throughout the entire thing. That was my mantra was um, the mind powers the body. And we will get through this and everything will be okay. You'll come out on the other side. You'll be able to tell your story. Rock and roll, man. Hey, uh, Richard, where do you want to send people to find you, follow you, support you, maybe see you in action, anything like that? Sure. Yeah. So I post all my bookings uh, on my Twitter and my Instagram, which is, they're both at most marketable. 
um, follow me there. I would appreciate that. You can see me live um, on, on various promotions throughout the country. I am, like I said, um, booked out, um, you know, through, through most of uh, the end of the year, which is great. Um, the summer of holiday is strong, and uh, hopefully I can see you there. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra-low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra-low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.